guys, it's Jade. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. The sun is blaring in my face, to be honest. So, um, but that's just me complaining and being annoying. But it's summer and it's hot. It's so hot in Nashville. It's disgustingly hot. And it just got hotter because our guest today is Ford. Oh my God. Fairchild. <laughs> Hi, thank you. I didn't plan on going there with it, but it just like, it just came out that way. Um, so Ford Fairchild is a photographer and a director. He makes all the pretty things, you know. And uh, Cassie and I have known Ford for probably 15-ish years yep. going so, on. I, I mean, You I were guess. what, 16? Yeah, I mean, may, I I honestly would maybe say even longer than that if we yeah. go back to my Michelle Branch message board. Yeah, days, so but. so so let's just talk about why we know each other, because and then we'll like <laughs> dig into that more later, because this could just overtake every yep. <laughs> every bit of education this podcast <laughs> would like I'd like to have. So um, Ford, okay, let's just put it this way: like for what do you call it? An analogy? A sim- an analogy? Is that the word? Yes, analogy sure. or a metaphor. You can use that. Metaf- too. Yeah. So Cassie and I are to Backstreet Boys as Ford is to Michelle Branch. Absolutely. Okay. So that, that's that. So basically, so Cassie can, I want Cassie to talk about when she was working at Warner Brothers Nashville. Yes. Yeah, so I was, um, you know, one of the projects that I got to work on when I was at Warner Nashville was the Wreckers, which was uh, Michelle Branch's and Jessica Harp's country duo. And one of the sort of main tasks we had in, in digital marketing at that time was running a digital street team and we would get said digital street team to do things in real life. And um, we had an amazing street team. Michelle Branch had a very like active fan base that kind of came over with the records, which was awesome because it meant that we weren't starting from scratch with the brand new country duo. So I was very grateful for that audience. And um, you know, one thing that we, you know, set up in the street team sort of platform was a message board. And um, we, there was very active, very good community. And at one point we had a showcase in Nashville and the showcase is like a shorter concert that's free, but specifically targeted to people in the music industry. And they're very popular to do in, in Nashville in particular, but you know, they have them in New York and LA as well, but Nashville's a very showcase heavy city. And the record label was like, you can invite five street team members to come to the showcase and kind of have a look at an exclusive <laughs> event that the you know they normally life. wouldn't get to do and so you know Ford happened to be one of the people that we were familiar with and decided to invite and I believe that's where we first met which is you know pretty well, fun. I, no let's no no no. <laughs> Jade will tell the story in a different way so when we were working at Warner and we've talked about this before Cassie was working on music artists and I was working on comedians so I wasn't working on the records knew who they were actually I felt like I learned a lot just like being in the same room, hearing about that project grow. Um, but Cassie's basically like, yo, this like 16 year old kid, he can't get in because it's 21 and up. I know you'll sneak him at the side door. (laughs) And I was like, okay, not to mention we can get into this or not, but me and Cassie were supposed to, we're supposed to be in class during this time. Yes. In college. And it was a nighttime class. It was at MTSU, which MTSU is about 45 minutes South of Nashville. And we were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Instead of skipping class, we're going to go to the class. We're going to leave early. And it was a class that was in a, a very small classroom for a college class. Um, and honestly, like a college, like you can show up and do whatever you want. However, <clears throat> 
we were in this class, and I, I think it was about what what was the class? Was it marketing of recordings? No, or? it was um, it was actually about shows and touring. Oh, <laughs> it was, okay, okay. okay. And so we're in this class, and we and we, me and Cass are just very like visually hard to miss, like verbally and physically, and all these things. And so we're like, well, let's slip out. So we literally just and the thing is, we could have just not gone, and everything would have been fine. But no, we slipped out early. Our teacher ripped us a new one (laughs) and like did not like basically for him there was no reason that would have been okay unless like something really tragic happened so casting me up some story about something tragic happened (laughs) and then he like apologized but like I hated that I could we couldn't just say to him like hey we're in college but we already have a job at Warner Brothers Records a major record label and we are working with one of the most like up and coming, like they were records are pretty good. They were, they were getting yeah, huge. They were, they were getting near a million sales at that point, which was a big deal back mm-hmm. then, you know. Um, and we need to go to a work event. Like the fact that we could, like that, it was more important to him that we would have sat in class and listened to some like his perspective on touring, which he probably hadn't been on tour in thirty years, <laughs> as opposed to us like actually doing something with our lives. Really sucked, but yeah, that's what it was. But it was just funny because like. We got, he like threatened us. Like, well, I'm glad that you skipped. It was, was ridiculous. And then I remember like sneaking you in the side door. And then I remember being really drunk in the McDonald's parking lot saying I wanted to make out with you. <laughs> I don't know if I remember that part of it, but I just remember. Well, you weren't there. She was just talking you about you. I, like, so I was like, you looked like Tom from McFly. And I was 16. And, I was, and you're 16. But I was only like 23. I don't know. What? And I, what I remember, I remember I was at home and I remember Cassie reaching out to me and I on through the message boards or through somewhere. Yeah. And I remember like, that was the first, that was definitely, like, I had seen, you know, Michelle, the records play at least, right. you know, a hundred thousand times <laughs> if they came within 500 miles, basically. Yeah. Nashville, <laughs> I was there. And, um, and I remember Cassie, I remember Cassie reaching out and I mean, it was the event of the year. Seriously. Wait, do you me. have pictures from that event? Because I remember a picture oh yes. me and Cassie took with Robert Turner from WIA, and then two of our other friends wrote it. Like, I know that picture's on Facebook. So oh my gosh, I remember exactly what I was wearing. I remember what I was wearing, too. I bought me a new outfit. Yes. I had this weird vest on. I, I think that was why I was into you. It was the best. <laughs> oh my god, this is so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I I remember I remember Cassie reaching out to me and I was just like, I couldn't believe it. It was the event of the year. And, you know, I, I don't think, I, I think that you know, I think as a fan, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of people don't realize like little doing little things like that for fans, you yeah. know, getting to go to an event like it's, that can be really life changing. And, and, it, and it absolutely is life changing. Yeah. It's monumental. It was totally, it totally, that's one of those things that, you know, even in my career that it completely just set me off yeah. in so many different ways. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to be in this yeah. world and this be my life. And all I want to do is do this all day. Well, t- we were doing, we do this like thing at work every two weeks called getting to know you. And we just have like fun doing like icebreaker games. And today, like I presented a number of like thought provoking questions. And one of them was, it, it, lead- it ended up leading to a talk about like time machines. And it was like, well, where would you go if you could go back to one day you already lived? And I was like, July 15th, 1998, my first Backstreet Boys concert. Like, I know, exactly, you know. Like, oh, mine would be June 24th, 2004, the day that Hotel Paper was released. There you go. Yeah. Cassie. <laughs> I know Cassie's 7 the day Nick Carter pulled her on stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God, that was the craziest thing. I remember I, You know what? 
Actually, the day I think, because I have documentation of that, the day I would love to go back to would be August 25th, uh, 2001, when I met the Backstreet Boys right. fake backstage passes. Yeah, she got a fake back, no, she made fake backstage passes. Like, oh just, just tell the story. Talk did. about going to Meyer and getting your printable stickies and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so what I did was, you know, I kind of researched, like, how meet and greets were working for the tour, and at that time in meet and greet world, you couldn't buy them. Like you could basically only win them. Uh, so I did research on eBay. Actually, I pulled all the images from eBay about like people would auction off like their used sort of sticker passes. And so I, um, I studied those and kind of learned all the colors that they had on the tour. And I, um, recreated it in, in paint, which is hilarious to in think paint. about. That. Do you know what? Are paint you is? serious? Paint MS paint? paint is? Are you serious? So, uh, most people listening don't know what paint is. Paint <laughs> was like the like when you got a computer, paint was on it. Like when you and this was before people like this was before common people used Macs. Like everybody like, had a PC. Any sort of like there wasn't apps like InShot. There wasn't you know there were no apps. Apps you weren't a thing. You know yeah. normal like, people. <laughs> It was only for like really rich yeah. designers. And so like they were programs in your computer, but like when you, like, you know, when you like get a computer now, like it automatically has like an iTunes or whatever. It automatically has like Microsoft Word or whatever. Like paint was something and paint is like, paint is like a white screen and you can choose like maybe a dozen things Egg to do. colors. There's a way. Yeah, there's like color colors. <laughs> and you can choose those colors. There's you can draw things. You can, I mean, it is like the most like, dumbed down version of like Photoshop you could like it's like Photoshop for a kindergarten it's almost it's so dumbed down that you almost like I feel like today you wouldn't even be able what is this yeah you know what I'm and I mean it's like yeah it's it's like if you like play like on your phone and you like draw something with your finger like that's pretty much what paint yes is. um and so Cassie made these on paints oh yeah so I made God. the the printed or I made the the file and then I went to Meyer to get the like sort of Myers like a target or something. And they had uh-huh. like the sticky paper that you use for the passes. Like the they sticky don't laminate paper. Yeah, they actually had that in store at time. They don't sell that anymore. You have to order it online <laughs> if you want anything like that now. But anyway, um they uh so I went so and I was broke. And so I remember that only five sheets came in a pack and I needed ten, so I actually took an, another pack and put it in the same one and scanned it oh, out as well. Oh I, did, I did. I stole. I needed five, ten sheets of paper, and I could only afford five. Oh my! So, God. Please tell me you still have this. Please tell me. I know. Like, do you pass. still have the pass you made? Um, I think Lee does. I, okay, I, Lee's our friend. Um, oh I, I yeah. remember I did a presentation on it in high school, and I put them on the. the you did a presentation on how you snuck into a Backstreet Boys meet and greet for a school project. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Of course you did. Was your teacher like? Actually, I think it was actually called How to Get Backstage. Now that I remember that's this. Amazing. Oh my god, that's awesome. Was your teacher receptive to all the crimes you committed? <laughs> I think I kind of like edited a bit to make it so that I didn't like committed crimes. Oh my gosh! All when, when I was in college, all of my like photo classes, all of my professor. Every time we had to do any sort of like research over a different photographer, I would pick photographers that had worked with Michelle Brand. Oh yeah, so that I could talk about them. Well, like my first <laughs> college paper in like I don't know whatever one hundred and one writing, it was like write about an important experience in your life. July fifteenth, ninety eight, <laughs> the first day I saw the Backstreet Boys. A plus plus. Let me tell you. Um, so yeah, Cassie did that. And then the rest of the story is she got backstage Yes, and this was the catch. 
It was all done. So this isn't like Sears, like sponsored. No, it was Kellogg's. Oh, Burger King. It was Burger King. No, Kellogg's cereal. Excuse me. Kellogg's to this day, so I remember. You have Fury Kellogg's, like you said. Did you say Fury? (laughs) You have Fury with Kellogg's. Okay, well, Tony the Tiger (laughs) is going down. Is going down, okay. Um,. And they took a picture that, like, then Cassie never got because she wasn't on the list to email to her because she wasn't supposed to be oh, there. No. So she, like, got her picture with the Backstreet Boys and, like, but I, don't, you, I don't have it. And oh, I would, like, call like, no. Kellogg's corporate line, like, she every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I did everything I could. Oh, I bet you were devastated. I broke into the Backstreet Boys meet and greet, and I need my picture. Can you even imagine? No. Yeah, I mean, yes. How I old were you, Cassie? <laughs> I was 15. So this wouldn't have even been considered like oh a real crime, I guess. Man, how amazing would it be if you could track that photo down? Today? Petty theft, breaking and entering. I would print it as a mural and put it. In the <laughs> <laughs> I would kill for this photo. I was Cassie, like, do you do you? So you you took the photo with other fans or just by yourself? It was no. We, there was other random people in it. But I okay. don't know who they and are. And who were you standing by? I was between uh, Kevin and Nick. Damn! Oh my gosh. You did good. Did you push all those bitches out of the way to get to Nick Carter? No, actually, like, what? because we, so what happened when we got into the meet and greet is the tour manager, like, realized that we had fake passes. Oh <laughs> and, um, and so, because what, and this is what set it off, is like, they're like, okay, get in your assigned groups, and we're like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> 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 we're, we're not supposed to be here. And so, and so then that kind of, like, made them look at, like, our passes a little more close, and they're like, where did you get these? And, like, and, and Lee and I had had a plan of who we said they were from, so our stories would match if this happened. And so we were like, we had, like, we are like, you know, from this man outside, we bought them for... $150 each and then we described like this bizarre we, we picked an outfit that no man selling tickets would ever be wearing oh, so like the wrong God. so the wrong person couldn't um couldn't get in trouble <laughs> and so and so and so then they got and then I remember the tour manager like tore them off of us and he's like he's like well I guess you're at $150 and I was like oh no but then he gave us real ones oh <gasps> Oh. And then he put us first in line, so I had to go first. Cassie, I know what you need to do to, like, in a different way, sum this up besides getting your picture. You need to ask Backstreet if they remember who he was. The tour manager? Yeah. It, it was, um, I know who it is. Oh! Oh my gosh. I, I think, I feel like you will be able to track this down. It's it's the guy, he's tour managed them recently. I think his name is David Brown, but I might be wrong about that. Oh, Dave Brown? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so yeah, I, gave him to me. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, that, like, that makes so much sense because he's like the nicest guy ever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. hilarious. That was, that was who it was. That's who, like, took care yeah, of Yeah, I, I, he's been with new kids for a while now. Yeah, so like, yeah, Dave Brown, that's who it is. Yeah. Oh, my, that just oh, makes the story so much better because, like, for some reason, like, in my head, I thought it was a big, scary Russian man when you told the story <laughs> in the past, but, like, it's Dave Brown. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. We need to book him for the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! This is this is my I new think, goal. I think the new, my new goal is to find that photo. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. But you're not gonna find it. There's, it's on it's on some PC that Kellogg's had destroyed with their Tony the Tiger right. secrets. Well, it might have been shot on film. <laughs> shot on film. I don't know. 
Yeah, was it shot on film, Cassie? I don't, I don't remember. I was so <laughs> terrified at that point because I was like being called out for doing illegal things, but lying about them. And then Nick Carter showed up, so I was pretty like, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> overwhelmed to say the least. That's amazing. I, but, but I always remember. So but I'll always remember, um, you know, I was kind of first in line. I was like, I don't know what to do. And so, like, he walked in and I was at the front of the line. So he came to me. So I just, like, stuck my hand out to shake his hand. And he's like, nah, nah, I'm giving you a hug. And I was like, oh, my God. Nick. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that sounds like Nick. That sounds like Nick. Yeah. So did you, was that your first time meeting him? Yeah. Oh, that's the best yeah. first time story yes. ever. I love it. So, Ford, I want to go into some of your um, your 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 career. Okay. Your career. So when we um, first met you, you were dabbling. Yeah, I mean, I, in I photography. Guess, well, no, then um, I, I was really kind of, you know, all through high school, I was in, on the route of web design and graphic design. Okay. You know, and I had my michellebranchdesktop.com had my website, and mm. it was killing it. It was one of the biggest Michelle sites on the internet. I was freaking oh, so out like about it. a fan could go there. People don't even know what this is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I guess now it's like when people go and search for like phone backgrounds online. Yes. The background of your computer desktop used to be like a big thing to like make art so, for. Yeah. And so I would find, you know, there were all these different websites that were different themes. There was, you know, I remember there was Michelle Branch style that was all mm -hmm. about her fashion, you right. know, and everything that she wore and where to get it, you know, right. and then there was Michelle Branch music, which was another kind of interactive yeah. social network for Michelle. And then mine was Michelle Branch desktop, which is where I made content for your computer. So I would make screensavers and you know computer backgrounds can you um, make me a screensaver can yes. we still put those on computers <laughs> yes you can can you make me one of um cassie's head <laughs> in every color that backstage passes come in <laughs> <laughs> yes i absolutely will but yeah no i made that i would make that and then um, a, a lot of the things that i would do is i would scour the internet you know and mm -hmm. find rare photos of Michelle. Isn't that a thing? Yeah. Right? It was a thing. It and was a thing. And it like, still I feel, is, but it was definitely a but thing. But it just felt like then. so much more of a thing back then. I mean, I guess I'm not like scouring the internet for photos anymore. However, I feel like like, if you're on social media, they're just, like, thrown at you all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, back then, it was, like, you found, like, a rare photo somewhere. And it was usually because they were, like, used in another country. Uh-huh. And that was why you did it. Because most most photos were appeared in print before they appeared on the well, internet. So, the way that I would find all of mine, and that's really the thing that made my website kind of take yeah. off, was that I would go and I would find the URL of the mm -hmm. photo that I would, I would find a photo that was released, you know, just on her website. Yeah. You know, and then I would see the, I would see the like the file name and if it was ah. like Michelle Branch 195 then I would do oh I would my gosh 96, 97, 98, 99, 200 and I would go from zero to a th I'd spend hours doing that and, and you would, would find, find them all sometimes I mean there was one that's how I mean people still do stuff like that to find leaked photos on like um, websites and stuff I found that that's I how a lot of people one, find stuff a lot of Britney leaks have happened that way actually yeah wow yeah. and the the biggest one was when Michelle did Maxim Magazine which was this big old deal yeah she did that and I found all all of these unreleased photos and like unretouched and she looked great but i found all of these unreleased photos and just watermarked my url watermarked them <laughs> with my url and posted them everywhere and i got like it, i almost i had to, i ended up having to buy more server space oh because my were these so photos were any of them like they nude? were no they were no they weren't nude nude no but they were they were just outtakes and like i think yeah. that they ended up I, i'm pretty sure what 
I'm pretty sure Maxim ended up releasing them with their own, like, watermarks on them. Yeah. you know how they used to do that? Yeah. Because they're like, how did... combat, like, how the hell did these come out? Oh my gosh. And it was... And this, like, like, child living in the country <laughs> in Nashville. 15-year-old Where is it? Tennessee. I've been to your parents' house. Where is it? Was it at? Um, McMinnville, Tennessee. They don't live there anymore. Yes. They live in Louisiana yes. now. But... That was where my first college roommate lives, too. Yeah. McMinnville. <laughs> McMinnville. Yeah. I've been to Ford's house. He had a big, he got a lot of, um, uh, what's his name? Tim McGraw. Yes. Memorabilia. Yes. Tim McGraw. <laughs> and his parents, his parents Well, do. Tim McGraw, actually, my dad They're was friends. His, my dad was his, um, fraternity brother in college. Yeah. At Louisiana Monroe. And, um, he would, Tim moved to Nashville. He called my parents from the bus station and was like, look, I'm trying to be a country star. I have nowhere to go. Can I stay with you guys for a few days until I can That's amazing. Out? And they're like, yeah, sure. And so my mom was pregnant with me. And yeah. he ended up living with us until after my mom had me. And he, you know, played guitar and like ate Doritos and Oreos on my parents' couch. And then he moved in with my aunt for a few months. And then <laughs> Indian Outlaw came out. And he was like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. My mom brought the cheese tray to his signing party. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, Tim McGraw held you as a baby. Yep, for That's sure. That's so cute. And I love Tim McGraw. I love him so much. He's amazing. Um, <laughs> so, going back to kind of your work. So, where you're at now is, you've got a whole list here that I'm holding <laughs> of celebrities. Yeah. It's that you have photographed and videos with, etc. Also, I do think it is worth noting that my press photo <laughs> was taken by Jordan. And it is fire. It's fire, too. I mean, Thank that's you. number one on the celebrity list. <laughs> oh, four, it is my, fire. Four my first... Um, Photo that um, was in Billboard uh, 30 Under 30. He took my picture. Oh, oh yeah. And do you remember I got, um, we were in that park in Murfreesboro and I ended up getting chiggers. And I, <laughs> and I was losing my mind for six weeks after that. I feel like chiggers nobody's going to know what chiggers are. <laughs> it's such a southern it's, thing. It's like getting, it, okay, for everyone who doesn't know what chiggers are, it's like having like a hundred. on your a <laughs> hundred million mosquito bites yes. all over you yeah. and like they crawl up you don't even know that they're there until they're gone and you are in hell I, my leg looked like a piece of fried chicken it was <laughs> that's awful. funny because one time I was stalking plus one at a theme park and I was trying to like get to their bus and take a photo and I stepped in a red ant bush pile and got like my leg all bit up so yeah. you know it's hell Common, yeah, common stalking is is challenging. Also, that later that night I was diagnosed with mono and ended up in the hospital. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I know. That took a turn. Uh, like we, like it was like six hours away. My dad had drove me to Charlotte. And, like, on the way back, I was like, I'm dying, I'm dying. Like, I mean, where we stopped every hour, and I got a giant Slurpee, and I drank it. And then I stopped to get another one and pee and whatever. And it was like, and then we got back home, we just went straight to the hospital. And it was Oof. mono. No, thank you. Mono and red ant bites. Okay, so here are some of the people you've worked with. Jason Aldean. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Ford lives in Nashville, so there's a lot of country artists in here. Dustin Lynch. Greta Van Fleet, who, by the way, I didn't know Greta Van Fleet was not a female one human. Like, oh my so god. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you so uncool. Like so Nashville. Like cool you're East Nashville. Oh my god. I'm not like cool you're not to go back to East Nashville for not knowing who Greta Van Fleet is. First of all, I'm not an East Nashville fan and everyone knows that, but we are technically in East Nashville. Yeah, you are. But like this is as far as I'm allowed in East Nashville. Our <laughs> office is on the bank of the river. <laughs> like, like, and it's 
still connected by a bridge. It's still connected by a bridge. So like, it's just like I'm just you know. Yeah, you're. You this is. As I've cool. never been a fan of this natural. I mean, there are some some things over there like okay, you're like, trying very really hard to not be East Nashville. Yeah, the only reason I used to like voluntarily go off in East Nashville is because that's where the only Jenny's ice cream was. However, now there's one across the street from me. Yeah. So. Um, let's see, Jana Kramer, our friend Jimmy Allen, our friend Lauren Elena, Jesse James Decker, Trace Atkins, Low Cash, Lady Gaga. Yes, Lady Gaga. That was the. The gogs thing ever, and she is the sweetest, nicest human being. Everyone on her team, I was expecting it to be the most intense, like terrible, yeah. scary thing ever, and it was completely the opposite of that. They were. Do you nice know about people. how like? So we we all have a friend in common named Caroline. Do you know like Caroline? Lynn and I used to like stalk. Yes, I do. I've seen all of the photos, and I yes. feel like Caroline. I feel like Caroline like. Every, once a year on the anniversary of yes. loves to post so like, of y'all in New York, we, right? Okay, so Cassie and Caroline and I and some other friends of ours, we used to work with this, this guy named Josiah Bell, who's an incredible artist, singer-songwriter. And he was playing Joe's Club in New York City, and this was before anyone had heard of Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And there's a, she was opening for him. And so at Joe's Pub, there's, like, the way the backstage is, it's, like, this, like, kind of, like, a layer opening that, like, goes into the stage. So... You know, this is when she would play with, like, what's her name? Lady Starlight or whatever. And it yeah. was, like, they both had, like, uh, pianos. And they both came out with, like, boxes of, or, like, milk cartons of vinyl <laughs> and all this. And so she was out and she was playing. And then, like, Lady Gaga comes up in, I be- I don't know if it was a full brawl. It was just Pacey's. But there was some, there was some uh, fringe on the nipples. And holding a disco ball. Yes. She and, was. like, creeping in like this. And I was, like... Oh my god! I want to be her. Like that was it. Like, I was just, I was in love. I was obsessed. Oh yeah. And, and this was on my, uh, this was on my twenty first birthday. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And and it was just like oh my gosh. And so then that, that night we went home and like the ne- over the next week we like ripped everything from our MySpace page because there was nowhere to buy anything. Like paparazzi was on there, like a version of it or whatever. And I just, I mean, it was like the thing. And so then that was in July, Cassie's birthday. And then that December, I was like, I'm having a Lady Gaga themed birthday party. <laughs> and this is when Just Dance had just come out. And so I remember like my party was Lady Gaga themed. We all dressed up. Like I'm wearing this blonde wig. I got this lightning bolt in my face. And we go to McFadden's and I had to pay them 50 bucks to play Just Dance because they're like, that's not a hot song. And I was like, you're going to play my song. You're playing it. <laughs> and whatever. But yeah, then there's those pictures. So then like October that year, she played. And this was like the first time that she came out looking like that iconic, just like um, the fame Gaga look. Mm-hmm. I think, based on me being a big fan back then, I think this was her first time that this was, like, a public look, but it was at Perez's CMJ party. Yeah, and I, when I know that that photo, there's photos of you and Caroline from that yeah. period, and it was, like... Well, it was like, at that party, so what that happened was... First Lady Gaga. Cassie used these backstreet stalking skills and was like, this is what we're gonna do. Because <laughs> we couldn't get into any parties. We were just kids. I remember how we got into this party. I remember how we stood... Okay, it was, like... It, where was it? It was in like it was like it was like, it was like, on, like on the um the west side of New York like it was like on it was like, like in the meatpacking district <laughs> yeah like sort of like Ninth Avenue area yeah so anyways yeah she's like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna stand outside and like Lady Gaga plays last and she's like and we're going to wait until people take their wristbands off and like throw them on the street because people always do that and when we get three of them we're going in 
worked. <laughs> of course it did. Of We're course, like I've picking out before. of gutters, picking out of gutters, syringes next to us. Give me that fucking wristband. <laughs> Everyone in, and, we, and it, that show was like life changing. Like I have like two like full photo albums of it, like on my Facebook, and like they're amazing. Like I did that. Um, I did that when the records played the Ryman, I believe, one time, <sighs> and I did that there. I couldn't get backstage. Of course, I had the best tickets ever, and I get. It was like the only time I didn't automatically get meet yeah. greets, and I think it was like one of those. It, I don't think that there was actually a fan meet and greet. It was yeah. just like passes for industry people to yeah. get back there. And I saw these stickers. I spotted these stickers, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit right by the store. And I did that exact same thing. Oh some, my god! Some girl got out or got hers and just like ripped it through uh-huh. on the ground, and I just threw it on and just walked back there like oh, the place. And, and you could tell that like they were like, oh, how did. You're not supposed to be here. I feel like we should call this episode the security loopholes and it's going to get like taken down. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so she did the show and then like we wanted a picture with her. We were like, give me a picture. And so there's a picture and like, I was pretty drunk, but like in the picture I'm holding my chest and like a mouse open. I'm like, <gasps> like that's the picture. We'll have to post that. Um, I think Cassie took the picture. <laughs> yes, Cassie I did. Yeah. So Cassie took the picture. So, but yeah, we love Gaga. You did Gaga live, correct? Um, yeah. So she did the dive bar tour. That was the that was I can't. I still to this day can't believe that mm-hmm. it went down this way. But where did I, they have it in um, Nashville? It was at the five spot right okay. over here. Wow. And um, I the night before I was like getting drunk with some friends at their house, and the night before somebody from U of G Nashville mm-hmm. calls me and. <clears throat> He calls me and he's like, hey man, so we've got um, an act coming in from one of our sister labels. And, <laughs> so, and, and one of our sister labels are coming and we've got an act coming in tomorrow. They want somebody that's like style is really wild and out there. And I th- they asked if we knew of any local photographers and I threw your hat, your name in the hat, you know. And so if you get a call from LA tomorrow, that's what that's going to be. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, didn't think Whatever. anything of it and thought it was not, you know, I'm like, I'm you sure it's going to be nothing. A nobody. A nobody. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and then the next day, somebody from Interscope called me. Yeah. And um, he was like, this guy was like, hey, um, is this for it? I was like, yes. So we've got an act that's um, playing in East Nashville today. Um, it's really um, high security. And I, I already knew that Lady Gaga was, uh, I already knew it was happening because oh. I lived a block away from there. Oh, okay. And so I, I already knew it was happening and it just didn't register. I, I just, there's just no way that Yeah. Was you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was free, you know, and so I was like, well, who is this guy talking about? And he was like, you're going to have to go and get credentials to get credentials and then like sign all of this, <laughs> sign all this crazy paperwork it's super high security i'm like okay um can you tell me who the artist is sir and he's like it's lady gaga and i had to mute my phone. i was like i just got gotten out of the shower i was walking around my apartment naked <laughs> and i was just losing it oh losing God. it and so and my, surprisingly enough my grandmother is a huge lady gaga yes and um so i was like yes i'll do it and anyways i um got off the phone and it was like i had 30 minutes to get there. Like, they needed yeah. me to go right then and start documenting this and whole you were naked. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> you know, like, do I dress like Lady Gaga? Like, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> the first, my first call, I, I hung up the phone and my first call, I called my mom and I was crying my eyes out. I was losing my mind. And I called my mom and then I was like, I've gotta, I've gotta merge Nanny into this call. So I called and I was like, listen to what I'm doing. I'm shooting Lady Gaga tonight. Like, I can't believe it. And I'm, I'm like Lady. I'm, if Michelle Branch is number one, like Lady Gaga is like number two or number three. So I'm freaking out. And um, anyways, I go and I shoot it. And 
the funny story is like I somehow didn't have to get any sort of credential or wristband or any I just like kind of just was there <laughs> <laughs> maybe LA doesn't understand Nashville I don't if that makes any sense I have no idea and um and so you know and then she just comes out and she's so stunning in person like yeah. it was it, I just couldn't believe it you know when you hear such a powerhouse like that in such a tiny little venue you know you just it's it was just yeah. one of the most magical experiences ever but I had to stay up all night after the show and edit everything and get it online because you know Bud Light and her record label needed yeah. to push it and then just got it over at the middle of the night and then the next day this one image that I took was everywhere and it was That's just amazing like, so Ford have you ever had the pleasure to shoot Michelle Branch no, and that is my mm, number dream. one life goal. I'm retiring to Key West <laughs> after I do it. I, she lives here, right? In Nashville? Yes, I believe so, yes. How well do you, like, know her? Um, well, I mean, so, you know, she had a really, really long break after the record. Right. Um, and she just had an or she put out an album a couple years ago. Um, and, you know, back in the day, during, you know, Hotel Paper and the Records, I was at every show in the Southeast. Yeah. So, like, she was like, oh, hey there. So, do you think she's scared of you? Well, no, actually. (laughs) So, I have a really great story about that. Um, her makeup artist, I I work with a lot, Meg Bose, and she's amazing. And, um, she, one day, was just like, hey, um, Michelle, or Michelle's husband, Patrick, you know, he's Uh in the Black Keys, Patrick Carney, and he, um had some sort of DJ set on the top of the Thompson Hotel. Yeah. And she's like, Michelle's going to be there. I'm going to be with her. We're going to just go and get drunk at this thing. Do you want to come? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And this is like two years ago. And I'm just like, I got this. I'm not nervous. Uh, yeah. I had, an, I drank an entire six pack before I left because I was just so freaked. Like, I wasn't nervous all day. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hang oh out with her. God. Like, this isn't like, yeah. you know, this isn't a fan thing. Like, okay, I got this. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. And so, um, and so, anyways, I, I got crazy nervous right before we went. Yeah. And get there and walk up and introduce myself. And she was like, I totally know you from somewhere. And I was like, girl, I love you. And that's all I said. I was like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, I've literally been, like, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, exactly. <laughs> since she had had a show or anything and so um yeah and we we hung out that night we ended up getting in a taxi and going to the five spot actually and me the met, five spot is like your magic i guess that's where huh. everything great has happened for me we yeah. should go to the five spot tonight and we Maybe went and michelle was like oh i'm paying your entry and you and i we're gonna go have a soup and salad and i was like what's a soup and salad and it's a tecate and a shot of tequila let's go do that after this perfect <laughs> what am i gonna do with my car Dan, you're not allowed over there it's too far it's too far east <laughs> I used to go to the five spot and she, so she, when it was way scarier, and she literally danced for the rest of the night. Like, and, wow. like, and it was like the most magical thing. So was there any life. like keeping in touch after that or just kind of, it was a thing that um, happened? Well, we were trying, you know, she was like in the middle of album press. Yeah. You know, and so I was just like, I just want to do a shoot and like, here is my Bible of like all of the ideas yeah. that I have for you. For I, you? I legit have like a ton. Now did that scare her off? <laughs> well, I didn't actually send that to her, but I'm like, here's all that stuff that I would want to do. So anyways, I put together a deck and sent it over to Megan. We were going to do it, but she was going to wait until she got back from New York. And then it yeah. just kind of fizzled out. But so when did she it's last put out music? Day, <laughs> what? When did she last put out music? Um, she put out, I think it was like February of 2016. 
2017. Okay. Maybe it was an album called Hopeless Romantic. It's totally different. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's very like rock and roll, like heady, you know. Yeah kind of thing and you can totally tell Patrick Carney's all over that yeah so I'm not gonna lie like I was I was like I drove from Virginia on Sunday back to here which is like a 10 hour drive and I've been trying to get through Michelle Obama's book which is amazing but it's 19 hours (laughs) you know so I I, like done that halfway and I was like and I was thinking about like what was coming up this week and I was like Ford I want to listen to the records so like I listened to the whole records album I listened to Michelle Branch's first whole album like yeah yes oh my but you know and i Listen, I actually listened to the Wreckers album um, for the first time in a long time a few weeks ago, and I was like, damn, this still holds it's up. It's so good. This is it's still, so good. It's it so I just good. Really, like, I mean, and it's like hilarious. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I can still play all of these songs on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remembered like every word. Every word to everything. You know? Like, this was an incredible album. And, that, and you know what I realized listening to that, to her first album? What was that name of her first album? Um, the Spirit Room. The Spirit, right. I, it was funny because, like, on my iPod, it would only say room, and I was like, well, I can't remember what it's called, but I was, like, driving, and I could, um, but I was, like, I was having this, like, moment of realizing, I think this was, like, the first time I listened to a music that, like, made me emotional, yeah. you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, because, yeah. like, Backstreet Boys music well, didn't girl, make me, me emotional, too, Here's, like, Backstreet Boys music <laughs> made me think of wanting Nick Carter to be my boyfriend, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like, that's a different type of emotional, like, this was, like, Oh, this song's about so and so boy, yeah. and this and like and the memory was still there. Yeah, and I'm like seeing this song, thinking about somebody I ain't talked to in 20 years. Oh, you yeah. know, and no, I was and like, the spirit room for me, it's just like real funny. Like, oh, I'm back in sixth grade again. Yeah, here we go. It was. <laughs> I was just like, I rem- and I remember like I was, it, I was out of high school, but I was like in community college. I was working at daycare, and I remember like. I got paid on Friday and I was like, as soon as I get paid, I got to go to the grocery store and get Michelle Branch chicken. And like, I remember like doing that. Oh my gosh. I have so many, I have so many stories. There was one time, my mom, I have the most amazing parents ever. You know, they, they let me, you know, instead of, you know, sports, I I just wanted to sit at home and work on my Michelle Branch fan site, you know? And so, and they would let me do that, you know? And I learned, I read the whole HTML Bible as Mm -hmm. a fifth grader, which is like a 4,000 page book. (laughs) To learn how to do all of this stuff, you know, so it was a big deal. And my, my parents would always do it. And, you know, every time I remember there was this one time that my mom, my dad and my brother were going on some like golf trip or something. And my mom, um, my mom was like, Hey, you don't think that we're not going to have fun while they're on, do you? And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, what do we do? Or do you want to go get dinner? Like, what do you think? And she's like, pack your bag. We're leaving tomorrow morning. I'm not telling you where we're going. Oh, and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and then we get to the, and so I, I finally convinced her to tell me what, yeah. what, just tell me what city we're going to. And she was like, Cleveland, Ohio. And I was like, what the hell? What are we doing here? And I was like, what's in Cleveland? And I was like, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, that's awesome. Like, this is going to be fun. Cool. And then it hit me, the Wreckers tour dates. And they were playing the House of Blues. And- I had chills. <laughs> and it's a moment. Yeah. And my mom was like, and um, so you need to get online. You need to get online and see if you can get your meet and greets. Like, if you can get on yeah. the fan site and get meet and greet. So, Cassie, I think that you hooked it up for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I mean, it was just crazy. So, anyways, we get to Cleveland. We go and do all the touristy things. We're there all weekend. And then the night of the show, the night of the show, we leave to the mall. We come back. Like, I bought, my mom bought me a whole new outfit for the show. Like, it was a thing. And we get there. There's a tour bus sitting at our mm-hmm. hotel, sitting in front of our hotel. And I'm like, 
no mom <gasps> do you think it's them like surely not right and she's like no way no way no way <laughs> jessica hart walks off the bus oh. and i i was like jessica i'm coming here show tonight oh my god hi <laughs> what's going on and she was like hey you know we took photos and then we went inside and that was it so like i have a lot like <laughs> i will never forget that and like went to the show got meet and greets and then i guess michelle and jessica didn't know that i was not of age and they were like, hey. <laughs> and there were, there were a bunch of other girls there that actually knew them. And they were like, come get drunk with us. Like, let's go. And I was like, I'm 18. Sorry. Can't. And mom won't let me. <laughs> and my mom won't let me. And so that was it. And it was just the crazy. It was another really amazing experience <laughs> with, involving Michelle Branch. And then, you know, and it's, it's just, it's things like that. Like, my parents being so supportive. You yeah. Know, and, like, that helped me. You know, it was, I, I ended up selling my website for Michelle and bought my first I camera. thought you were going to say soul. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Wait, but, and bought your first camera? Yeah. <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah, and so, and I really, and I, there were, um, the photo, the photo booklet of Hotel Paper was really just like, I want to do that. I want to take photos yeah. like that, you know. And so I was always trying to like, I would see all these Michelle's photo shoots mm -hmm. and I would try and like with my friends that were in bands go and try to mimic, mimic them. them. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I'm such a loser. <laughs> no, that's not, that's how you But learn. it was, you know, so I, I mean, it's very, it, you know, yeah. all I, it really had, you know, being a super fan really was yeah. kind of how, what led me to the path that I'm on now. So it's that's just amazing. kind of nuts. It was crazy. All right, Ford. So let's talk a little more about your career. Okay. If somebody wanted to, do creative in the music industry as far as like photos and videos and all these things. Like how would you suggest they get into it? Oh my gosh. Like what are some different ways? Like what are just like a bunch of different things you could do to kind of start? Um, well, the biggest thing, um, I think the easiest thing is just, you know, it's very cliche, but shoot everything. Yeah. Um, you know, and pull your friends, you know, if they're musicians, you know, especially obviously, you know, any, any musician you can get your hands on and ask, you know, just shoot them for free, yeah. you know, and like really just kind of cut your teeth that way. Um, and always make sure, always make sure that you, they credit you no matter what, you know, especially if you're doing, yeah, especially work. if you're shooting for free. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're doing pro bono work, but, um, yeah. And I think that's, you know, it's really just like going to shows and, you know, asking to, you know, asking to shoot the show for the artist, reaching out to the artist and to So yeah, so how would somebody like ask to shoot a show is like, tell them like who you'd reach out to. Cause I think that's kind of, um, I would try, know. you know, but I, I, I think the first thing I would recommend doing is trying to get a hold of their manager or tour manager okay. somehow, if there's yeah. a way to do that. Usually you can just Google like artist name management and it can lead you on the right path. To figure yes. Out. Yeah. And I, I, because we actually get this, these requests a lot for our artists and, Sometimes it depends on, you know, sort of how they write the email and um, yes. what, you and know, they show me the work that they've done. And um, another you know, thing that I think is no really key. Is make sure that your writing is yeah. good and then when you send those blind Yeah. Emails. The other thing I think is really key, and this kind of goes both ways, like if you are a photographer or whatnot and you're looking for people to find you and if you are looking at other people's stuff, look at the, um, like your Instagram or Twitter profile. And yes. if there's an email address there, that's a good place to start to reach out to someone and make sure you have one there in your profile so people can reach out to you. Yeah, and it's definitely, it, the, I, I think one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, is having a great web presence, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, not only showcasing your best work, but then um, showing that you are a professional, you right. know, so 
I, you know, I, I realize that it's very important, you know, for me professionally to not really post a lot of my personal life, mm -hmm. you know, and just show my work. And obviously Instagram is, you know, it is a really, it's a golden age for photographers and directors yeah. right now because of Instagram. You yeah. Know? And it, that's where everyone gets discovered. That's where every single person finds me and yeah. wants to work with me. And, um, you know, and a lot of the work that I get, you know, when, I, when there's a new artist that just got signed or somebody, you know, that's hot in Nashville, I will straight up just DM Email them. Email them, yeah. And on Instagram. Yeah. And say, hey, what's up? I'm obsessed with you. I would love to shoot with you one day. Half the time they don't respond. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's really just kind of having a really great web presence and then um, interacting with people as well. You know, yeah. it's really, we all know the Instagram algorithm, you know, that's a really great way to get you know, exposure with commenting back on people using mm -hmm. hashtags efficiently, you know, that kind of thing. So, but yeah, I mean, reaching out, you know, and being polite and you have to show your work, you know, you would never, no yeah. one's ever going to hire you or let you give you, you know, a media pass to anything if there's nothing to see so yeah. far, you know, yeah. because it's just, you know, that's, you just have to show your work. Yeah, well, you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think showing your work in a really easy, digestible way, like having yes, absolutely having one single link where you can see, like, yep. where it showcases like your best ten things you've done really fast that works really good on mobile. Because I get all these emails on mobile from you know photographers or creative people wanting to like you know sort of build their portfolio with our artists, and um, I just think how easy it is for me to look at it on my phone because that's usually where I'm checking is like sort of a a make or break situation for me. So just making it one step easy, like they know what you're about as fast as they, as fast as you can do that for them. And you know, it's yeah. funny, Cassie, I believe it was y'all that told me, um, you know, when I was just getting started, I, you know, I've had a website forever, but I, you know, I wasn't really getting a lot of traction on it. And I think it was one of you that said, listen, if you want to get hired, your work's great. If you want to get hired, you we need to be able to see everything that you're about within five seconds of getting to your website. Yeah. Right now, I have to click too much. You know? yeah. And once I started doing that, I swear the job started rolling in a lot faster. Because, because people don't want to take time to look. Yeah. You know, like, it's not, people want to dig on racks. And if you're not mobile-friendly... If your you website's know? not mobile friendly, yeah. then it's not. It's well, too, and just like if you do reach out and have an email and you have a bunch of attachments, no, I yeah. don't do that. No. Or if it's like, oh, leave me to some Dropbox or someone, no, absolutely, just make not. it a pretty picture that I'm. Oh, okay, get it. I get yeah. it. I have to get it like that. Yeah, it has to be, you know, and your best work first and foremost, you know, yeah. and then really, really easily accessible and clean and you know that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, even aside from like cold people that reach out cold, if I'm like looking for something and I'm like, Hey, people reach out to me, whether it's like for a job or mm -hmm. an internship or a, a vendor, like a photographer or whatever, if it is not easy, I go to the next one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like if a, if a resume is longer than a page. No, no, no. Thank you. I'm not reading all that. <laughs> like, cause you don't like, if you can't write your resume on a page, how you go write a tweet? Yep. Oh my gosh. That's so true. That's so true. You know? world. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if it's the right place for you, you know? <laughs> so right now, what are some things you're working on? Um, oh my gosh, I've got, I, it, it's so hilarious. Like, I feel like the middle of the summer for me is always, it just completely dies at the end of June. Yeah. Like, all of July is always dry as hell because everyone's on tour. Nobody's really yeah. needing anything, you know? And I don't do a lot of, like, tour work. I do a lot more portraits and commercial yeah. stuff. And so, um, so July was nothing. And then August 1st rolls around and I've got... You know, it's, I've, I think I've got 
12 shoots this month, you right. know, That's which great. is, a, it's too much. It's, it's yeah. I, like, I need this to spread out a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I'm working, um, I've got, I'm working with, um, a band called the bells. It's a mother daughter duo. They're okay. country. Um, I'm working really extensively with them and I love them. They're so amazing and they're on a really big tour right now. Um, and then, um, I'm really, really excited about Maggie Rose. Um, okay. She's got um, a new record that I'm doing all of the creative for, and she's just she's just such a muse for me. Like I, yeah. she her look and everything, and so um, my friend Raina Gear, she's a really great stylist in town, and um, we just kind of are reinventing her look and kind of elevating it a lot. But then yeah. you know she doesn't need it, you know. But we're yeah. just kind of going this whole yeah. different direction. So it's stuff like that. I, I think my favorite thing, my my favorite thing ever to work on is kind of the ground up from an artist like from zero to hero, like starting at the very beginning mm -hmm. or when it's time to completely reinvent. That's yeah. really where I love, like that's, that's where I shine. I think that that's yeah. my favorite part of my job. So what is your creative process? Like, do you feel like it's a mix of artists bringing you ideas and you creating things or are you kind of, or do you kind of go like one way? Um, yeah, you know, it's a, it, a lot of times most artists usually have, you know, their own, they have, you know, a general Some idea, idea, something, yeah. you know, yeah. to throw out there. Sometimes it is crazy, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's like, uh, that's lame. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but then, um, but honestly, most of the time, it's all it's all about the music. You know, the, yeah. I have to hear music. It's like, don't go and get your album cover shot if you don't have the album done. It's so, yeah. you know, that the the, the the artwork should be a tool to, for the music. Yeah, well, know? somebody, I always say, like, back in the days when we bought CDs at Target. Yeah. Um you should be able to see that square picture on the shelf and like have some understanding of what you're going to hear. Yes, you know? exactly. And that's, and, and, and still like that, you know, and judge a book by the cover. I think, um, you know, but so my creative process is definitely hearing the music first. And I, I don't know, like, I feel like I kind of have like a sort of synesthesia where you like hear or see oh, sound yeah. or whatever. I yeah. mean, and, but I'm just like immediately like, Oh, this song's purple. We're going to do purple. I'm going to do purple yeah. and orange for your record. And what do you think about this? And so from there, I'll put a mood board together or a deck and, you know, kind of Pinterest boards are great, but um, people really like to see PDFs of, mm -hmm. of custom PDF, kind of a treatment yeah. style thing. And so I'll put one of those together and then kind of pitch the idea. And then from there, we'll, you know, get into the, set designing or location if are we doing in studio or are we going to do something really conceptual somewhere else yeah. you know and kind of go from that place and then you know honestly and then you get to the you get to shoot day and it, everything changes on that day <laughs> like, <laughs> you kind of get that general idea yeah of stay in that lane but then i i'm really loud and obnoxious and get really excited if it's going well and so i just like for a photographer that's like yes <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd say, like, on a typical shoot day, I'll probably say the word perfect about 7,000 times. I feel like I say that word a lot. <laughs> apparently, I also say, apparently, I have a little Miranda Priestley in me, because I'm like, that's all. Apparently, I say this all the time, and now I hear myself, and I do. I say it all the time. Like, I'm just like, that's all. Leave I all this. Apparently, my nervous tick, apparently, is saying, you know what I mean. That's you know what like, I mean? You know what 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 I mean? Like, the last time, I was telling April on the way up, um, the last time I did a podcast was for my friend Caroline and um, I, it was like a 45 minute podcast and I said, you know what I mean? 37 times. Wait, can we do a, a tally? <laughs> can we do a tally? No, I haven't said it in 
all today. I'm, really? I've been, I've been keeping wow. it up here. I'm really trying that's really amazing. hard. <laughs> I say that's amazing. That's what I say. Um, my dad, what is what my dad always makes fun of me for? Right? Like, he texts that out to me. Like, I'm always like, right? Right? Like, you do say that a lot. I do. I, and, it, and, like, even in my head, it has, like, an exclamation point and question mark. Like, right? 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 Oh or he God. likes when I say, I say the word so very long. If I'm like, I like it so much. Like, you see, he makes fun of that all the time. <laughs> Cassie, what words do you say too much? Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cassie makes a lot of noises, I feel like. <laughs> hmm. You know what I actually hmm. say a lot? Oh. I, 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 apparently I say it because I was getting ready to say this was going to be my answer to the question is I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that is, that's something I say a lot. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, because like for me, like I, you know, I think I, I'm not sure a lot of the times because I, I'm really good at like understanding multiple perspectives of a situation. So when somebody asks me what I think about something, I have a hard time because I feel like I see most things in 360, and mm-hmm. I don't. And it's like you know, you have to process it. Sometimes it's hard for me to have a specific opinion because instead of like having an opinion about a situation. I understand it globally and it's hard to have an opinion about something when you understand it globally in my opinion. <laughs> so then your word is I don't know. <laughs> no, well, it wasn't, I'm, it was, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm That's not what sure. Was. <laughs> okay, Cassie, really quick, I'm gonna ask you. Um, I've been seeing a lot of turtles all over your social stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Tell me what what how did that when did that she's happen? always like turtles. Really? Yeah, today, well, today I was talking about, basically, there was a business card holder on someone's desk, and I was like, dude, I bought that, like, 10 years ago, and somehow, like, it's on your desk now, and, like, I didn't even work in his office for four years, and I was like, it's so funny how, like, CrowdSurf has all these things, and have like, some things have gone from office to office for, like, 12 years, and you're like, how did that survive, and I was like, we used to have this big ceramic turtle, and like, what, and I was like, well, one year for Cassie's birthday, she told me that she wanted me to decorate her office, so I did it in the theme of a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and I was oh, the cactus is still out here. Well, yeah, yeah, there's a cactus, so her mom used to manage like a like a Tex-Mex restaurant. So yeah. we also have this like I don't know, probably like four foot tall wooden carved cactus yeah. that has been in like every national office for at least eight nine oh, years uh, yeah it was definitely it was there when i was interning yeah absolutely it was, it was, <laughs> yeah I, it was, I, I, brought it. I would love to have that wait thing. Like, okay i remember the first i remember one of the first things i worked with you on you interned for us was family horse five. Oh my gosh That's yes so funny oh my gosh yes, yes they were i love those boys what are, so one of their wives work. works here now oh no yeah. joke yeah. that's amazing I still had to help them log into their Instagram account. Like, <laughs> I worked with them for a year, and I'm like, I will send you a code. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> um, so back and to our, turtles. Yeah, so oh, sorry. Back, so, so sorry. Back to turtles. Okay. So the turtle turtles, cast. Um, so you were somewhere where there was like a sanctuary where you had to go and like find the turtles or something. Like there were like 30 turtles inside of this. Where, I don't know where you were, but I was like, that looks so fun. I would love to. Oh, it was amazing. It's in Hawaii. It's this beach on the North Shore, and it's it's a, it's a like a turtle hotel. They, every day, they come out at the second half of the day, and they bask there, and they get some sun, and they sleep there overnight, and there was, there was 70 there the day I went. Um, okay. But you can, like, swim in the water in front of it, because what most people just stand and look at the 
you know, stand on the beach and look at the and turtles. And but I, but I get are they the water. Turtles or are they no? It's, it's, turtles or not sea no, turtles? they're sea turtles. And so oh, I'm like really? in the ocean, like with with the turtles, like as they're coming to the <laughs> the 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 hotel, the, you know, to, to the hotel, <laughs> to the hotel. That to is the, crazy! Oh my god! But I love them. They're so sweet and they're just beautiful creatures. And How have I known you since happy. I was 15 years old and had no idea you loved turtles? She loves turtles. <laughs> I feel like I know, well. Here's the thing. I feel like I I adopted Cassie's love of turtles when she bought a turtle. That she then fucking moved from Nashville to Brooklyn with, and the turtle <laughs> lived in Brooklyn in a tent. Yeah. And then it eventually, his name is Theo, eventually went and lived with her grandma in Kentucky. <laughs> like she said, this yeah. turtle like 20 years. Is Theo years. still alive? It, yeah, it's in a pond up at our friend's house. And, oh and, my and, God. Uh, <laughs> Theo has yeah. lived in Nashville, Brooklyn, Kentucky. Like, dang. That's okay, Theo. And where did you get him from? The Bahamas? I got it? it in Florida. Theo's a girl. Theo is like, how it. many turtles have lived that many places? <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so, weird. Well, you know, so I watched this turtle documentary the other night, and <laughs> you know that they sw- so when they're when sea turtles are born, they swim for like two days straight, like day and night, until they hit the Gulf Stream. Yep. And the Gulf Stream like literally takes them around the world, so they're very well traveled creatures. Yeah, like, they that's hang out... called the the EAC. <laughs> yes, it is. And, oh my they, god! So they so they stay in that for like six years. They basically live in um like like these like sort of like weed algae things like ecosystems that float in that stream. They live the little baby turtles live in there for like six years until they're big enough to not live in there. Oh my gosh, turtleexpert.com. Are you serious <laughs> right now? I love that though. What documentary is it? I'll watch it. <laughs> um, it's called The The Great Journey. The Great Journey. And, and it goes from like the turtle being born and then like all of its like siblings being eaten by crabs and birds. It really pissed me off. And then <laughs> it like swims for two days straight and then it gets in the Gulf Stream. And then it like, and then it like makes a detour, and it lives like in a what's the name of that island like in the middle of the Atlantic? Like, is it Azores, or am I saying that right? Um, I have it's part no of Portugal. Idea. I have. So no it's like idea. an island in the middle of there. So a lot of turtles hang out there for a while, and then like they're like, oh, I have to like find a mate and give birth, and then they like go back to Florida and do that. <laughs> and if it goes through that like whole journey, it's amazing. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm watching it. I'm convinced. You got me. It's great. <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> turtles. I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I just don't. Um, well, thanks, Ford. Yeah, thank yes. you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. Wait, I'm gonna ask you guys one of the questions we did in our little training thing today. Okay, I'm trying to think which one to, to ask you because there's four really good ones. Okay, like, I think this is what I'm gonna ask you. Okay, if you were a brand which I think we all are, what would your slogan be? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's um, hard. I know. That is so hard. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. It can be a saying or, like, It right? can be, like, anything. So, like mine, this is what, because I already answered it today. Mine was a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll. Okay. Um, sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Cassie. The slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady wins the race. Okay. <laughs> it's very turtly. It's very turtly. Exactly. Very turtly. The the hairs. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, because they get like all they—they're like, "Oh, I'm fast. I can just kind of fuck around now because I'm way ahead of you." But then they don't see the turtle <laughs> passing them up quietly on the side. And they don't—they miss it. It's so true. It's so yeah. true. Also, this is marks the first time Cassius said "fuck" on the podcast. <laughs> I'm very happy. <laughs> turtles. Congratulations. What? Because <laughs> we're talking about turtles. It's because you're talking about turtles, the thing you're more passionate about than the music industry. <laughs> well, so, well, the other animal that's made a big appearance in my life recently is sloths. Um. Sloths. Cassie, do you know that I really want to go to the Atlanta Zoo and you can pay for an experience with a sloth? Oh my god! I, I haven't saw... seen the Atlanta one, but there's one in um, outside of San Diego that you can do. Sloths too, so it's so way cute. Booked, though. Um, I well, saw... let's go to the one in Atlanta. I saw a sloth in the wild when I was in Costa Rica last year. If you haven't gone, to oh Costa my Rica, god, go to Costa Rica. No, I don't oh do that gosh. stuff. I don't do nature. <laughs> it was incredible. I, I was. It was. Cass- the Cassie thing I done climbed Mayan temples, and I'm like, I don't want to walk across the bridge. Cassie, <laughs> have you been to Costa Rica? <laughs> I haven't. I've only been to uh, Belize, was where I and Mexico is where okay, I've been to your temples next, and stuff. Your next trip is Costa Rica. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. I would love to go to Costa Rica. I also need to go to South America. There's also like a dog sanctuary where, like, we didn't go to it. It was on the other side of the country, but we um, there's like a dog sanctuary where like all of these wild dogs, like thousands, apparently live there. Yeah. Look it up. I don't. I don't no, know. No, like a place letter. in LA that I used to go, like hang out with all the dogs all the time. Like they get them from there too. Oh really? Yeah. Like what's like an it's like an adoption. Yeah. Um, agency, but like they just source dogs from everywhere and like try to help as many as they can. Oh everything. my gosh. Yeah. My little nugget. What? Do- oh, you have a dog? Yeah. You, have you not met her? No. Is she a pit bull? I met her when she was a puppy. Yeah. Aww. Her name is Ivy Lynn Spears. Why didn't you bring her? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's not really Ivy Lynn Spears. I, so that somebody said that during a shoot once and it stuck, and so I had to gay it up a little bit. But <laughs> why didn't you bring her? I didn't know that I could. You I know that I have a pit bull that looks kind of fun. Really? Well, she. Yeah. She's a Pitbull, Jack Russell mix, and she is my daughter. She is not a dog. She is my Dixie's daughter. Dixie's my sister. Aww. Dixie's a Pitbull boxer. Yeah, Aww. Ivy has better health care than I do. <laughs> um, Dixie, unfortunately, has cancer, and I have oh, spent no. way more on Dixie's health this year than my own. I'm sorry. Yeah, sad times. <laughs> Let's not end the podcast Aww. that way, though. Okay. <laughs> Ford, thank you so much for coming thank and doing I got backstage. So well, for, here's the thing. Ford heard that I mentioned him in a former episode of Lisa Ray. And he messaged me something one night on Instagram. And I was just like, I have, I talked about you in my podcast. He's like, what? Oh, my God. Where? What? I want to hear it. What did you say? What did you talk about me? And I was like, do you just want to like, do, you just wanna, like, do a podcast? He's like, yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yes, I do. I've been waiting patiently. Oh, my God. So good. So if you're our friend and you want to do the podcast and you haven't asked, just tell me. Oh, yeah. Um, Reach out to April. April at crowdsurf.net. All right. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us today on the How I Got Backstage podcast. You can follow our guests at at Ford Fairchild on Instagram. You can follow the hosts, Cassie and Jade, at at Cassie Petrie and at Folia Jade. 
You can follow the podcast at, at How I Got Backstage on Instagram and at I Got Backstage on Twitter. This episode was produced and edited by me, April Gautieri, for CrowdSurf. Music was written and recorded by Cody Falco's guy. Special thanks to our publicity team, Dakota Heflin and Nina Kolb. How I Got Backstage is a CrowdSurf production. <laughs>